Hey everyone, just wanted to do another podcast today. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my neurosis or just for craziness going on in my head, but I feel so neurotic sometimes. It's it's weird. Like... I feel like time is passing me by and I need to get to something. I don't know what I need to get to, but I know I need to get to something. You know, it's it's like this comedic approach that you see, you know, through comedy on TV. They have these crazy stories that people make up and they're so unrealistic. It's totally ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're thinking, you know, it's a good way to see what you're looking at on TV and you're like, this makes total sense. But in reality, nothing like that exists, right? The man that, you know, goes to work every day or a woman that goes to work every day and they're like, yeah, I feel fulfilled and purposeful and everything's great. And then, you know, every day it seems like it's it's legitimate. It's like you you don't see what's behind the scenes, but it's there. And you know, you're like, you're wondering about it. You're like, you see these clips of like events. I mean, you're like, but what's really happening? My favorite ones are... Um, those Lifetime movies, they're totally great. <laughs> they're funny because, um, you know, there's a scripted storyline. Uh, normally it's either, um, you know, kind of scripted towards a certain holiday or an event or a woman can't find love or a man can't find love. And, um, you know, they're... There's incidents where it's all just kind of like you're developing the storyline that they're feeding to you through the uh, through the screen, through the tube, and you're like, realistically, like, is that is that you're you're wondering yourself, did that happen to me at one point? Was this how this was supposed to go? A attractive librarian um, who fell on hard time but loves books and a, and a rich um, financier or prince just falls in love with this librarian and they, um, they have these uncomfortable situations and eventually the man or the woman can't help themselves and they're just in love and they're going to fight through it all and it makes total sense to each and every one of them. And they're just like, yes. And then, you know, end credits. Totally hilarious to me. Because it, it sounds like, you know, these moments do happen in time. But you're like, really? That's not, that's not going to happen to me. I'm, I'm in a cubicle or I'm at, you know, behind my, my Zoom meeting. Where's my librarian? You know, where's my... Uh, um, happy ending. It was my lottery win. Ah.
And you're like, the hope is, is that the positivity, and maybe it's my neurosis feeding into this again, that the positivity just overwhelms you. And that you look at this and you're like, you know what? It will happen to me. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to turn into a musical. Like in West Side Story or Mamma Mia. And I would just sing the tunes. Which, by the way, does happen. Because, you know, you, when you go to the shower, uh, you, your brain turns into this, I believe what's called data mode. And you get these amazing ideas. If you ever... Think about going to the shower, um, or when you go to the shower, why people say you got you get shower thoughts. That's exactly why. You get these amazing ideas, and when you step out of the shower, ideas are gone. You think they're there, continue, you want them to, you're like trying to pull them back, but, you, but you're like, yeah, those are just ideas. It, it's kind of like the idea when, um, when you're like, you're, you're singing in the shower, and you're like, you know what, I sound so much better in the shower than when I do outside the shower. I'm sure there's some scientific theory to it or what have you, but then you step out of the shower and you're like, nothing, nothing at all. I'm tone deaf. And I know I'm tone deaf, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna admit to myself that I'm not. Because when I step into the shower, it's right there. The voices are coming back to me. And I can, what am I saying? Not for voices, but the, uh, the sounds are coming back to me. It's, it's totally hilarious. It's funny. It makes you wonder, right? Like, watching these, uh, you know, suspended reality TV shows, but I like to call them. Because that's what they are. A suspended reality. Nothing makes any sense at all. It's just... Something that's fictional, that's created to make people stay in front of their TV. And not continue to fight their own problems in the, uh, in the outside world. Because why spend 4,000 hours looking on yourself or... Um, seeing what's out there where instead all you got to do is turn a button on and it's right there it's kind of like what everything's going on right now it's just a giant feed it's a giant instagram feed of your life which is hilarious right because you think it's not a feed i'm a living breathing human being i'm doing things i'm going out and but then you get back into your little bubble and you flip through your phone and you're like, wow, this person's living a much better life than me through, you know, the Instagram feed. And then you start comparing. And then you start wondering, oh, why am I not living this way? But you continue scrolling. And then you get back to your life. Or you turn on Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins hoping that'll motivate you. Which, you know, nothing wrong with Tony Robbins. I think people should have motivation in their life. That's key to moving forward. Otherwise, you're staying behind. Or, you know, sometimes you're, you're like someone who's thinking that they're 
ahead, but their neurosis is gnawing at you and (laughs) thinking you're behind. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I'm just ranting at this point because uh, I think we're all trying to figure it out. In a strange, weird way, we're all trying to figure out what's the answer to the next part of this process. Is it... um, is there some magical pill that I can take? You know, where is the Matrix when you need it? It only applies apparently to, to movies and Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves, but I mean, technically we, we could, I guess, take vitamins that are multicolored, right? Red and blue. Totally possible. They do exist. That'd be kind of cool, right? You're just taking a vitamin and you're like, all right, well, this vitamin works. It's red. And I'll continue taking this vitamin because it's continually working. Totally possible. But then you're like, numb to the vitamin, right? You're taking too many of them and you're like, my body's not responding to it anymore. And you'll know what to do next. Except for... And you find another uh, branded vitamin, you know, <laughs> if there is one. And there is, you know, the vitamin of life, vitamin of, of suggestion, the vitamin of looking towards making yourself better, whatever that is, whatever goal or process or, or thought you end up getting through and you're just moving, you're moving forward. You're focusing on the important things. I think they're important things. You know, those important things are your family, friends, your dog, your cat, your gerbil, if you have a gerbil. Because, you know, gerbils are interesting animals. Never understood them, but they are interesting. I wonder if people ever, like, have favorites of which animal they have, if they have many of them. Um, do they sometimes make the unconscious decision to basically pick an animal and be more selective to that animal than the than the ever? Makes me wonder about that. You know, when people are like, you know what? I know the cat's going to be fed today because it's going to it's just going to come to the bowl and the food will be there. But the dog, the dog will be excited. It's going to have energy and. I think I'm going to feed the dog first today. You know, the cat can figure it out. Or, you know, do they uh, make a decision that their Instagram feed needs a little bit more pictures? So they decide to feed the cat first. Maybe the cat will respond better to a, a reinforced response. That would be hilarious if, uh, if, that, if that does actually work. And people actually choose to do that. The human mind is fascinating. It's like today I was watching a YouTube video on uh, uh, privilege, right? And it makes me kind of laugh because we each wonder about what privilege is. like, And we're not really sure how to respond to it because we just... We just, you know, assume that it's there 
And so we have to deal with whatever privilege we have and how best to work our way with it or around it or and see if it makes sense to us. But like I was talking to a girl um, to kind of, you know, imprint my point on this. So she was like, hey, um, do you uh, do you want to hang out? And uh, do you have a car? It was just a weird question. Um, I'm surprised people ask that question nowadays when, you know, you're 36 and you would think, or 37 or 25, doesn't matter. You know, whatever age you are, you think you'd be like, okay, if I need to move around, um, I need some kind of transportation. I have legs, they're important, but what if I want to move faster? So you're like, you know what? I'm going to get a bicycle or I'm going to get a car. Um, preferably the car, right? Because you want to move faster than the bicycle. So, you know, I'm, I responded, you know, yeah, I have a car. Um, you know, I've, I made the decision to get a car. It was important to me because I need to travel and cars are a valuable commodity. And then she responded me with, you have a car privilege. I don't want to hang out with you. And I'm like, what? In my mind, I didn't even respond. I just deleted the message because... It, it was really strange. I've never had a woman tell me I have car privilege. Well, yeah, I mean, and maybe you know, it made me think. At first, I was like, car privilege, right? Because you would think that's that's the norm. But I get it. If you look at third world countries, uh, you know, they don't have cars. Not everyone has a car. Some people choose public transportation, but. It made me wonder. I'm like, why would you ask if I have a car? Are you going to just come to me? Because I don't have car privilege? If I mean, if I don't have a car, that's really nice of you. I'm happy that, you make, that you're making an accommodation for me. That's totally awesome. But what if, what if I'm proud of having a car? I mean, what if, what if I have a car and that's what I want to do? I want to have a car. I'm able to, to get one, so I'm getting one. Does that make me an evil person? Does that make me strange? Does that make me someone who's less than, or who thinks highly of, on other people because they don't have cars? But I have a car. That's the reason why I have it, to be able to move around. It's important to me, Right? I mean, that's where the values are coming from. It's, everyone has values that they need. And I get it. People don't have cars. It's unfortunate. The technology for those people in, that, in those countries or materials that are needed to get a car, not available. They don't have the money to afford it. And that's terrible. I wish they had car privilege. I really do. But they don't have it. And I don't have it. I mean, and I, and I do. So I can't feel guilty for, for having something that someone else doesn't have. Because that's, that's what I have. I decided to get it because that's, I was able to. That was important to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong in all of this. It's all just... You know, we, we assume the privilege and we don't think about the people that don't have it. But then how would society evolve? 
and if we're all just being guilty about what we uh, what we have. I mean, what about if a man was like, hey, I created, f- or a woman, or both, or whoever created fire, I don't know. Yeah, they created, you know, I was getting to that point, we created fire. Um, and they created fire, and they're like, you know what? I'm privileged because I have fire and you don't. So, deal with it. And I'm like, okay. They didn't feel guilty about it. They're like, you know what? I have fire, so I gotta use it. So guess what? Other people are like, hey, they have fire. So let's see if we can create fire as well. Where's the guilt in that, right? There's a positive to it. It's a positive spin on what we do have. I think the key component of it all is that we have to understand and humanize, um, if that's the right term for it, um, privilege. I guess understand that not everyone has capabilities that that person may have, right? We We have to associate privilege with something that we should, you know, understand that how valuable it is. That's, I think, the key component behind what you told me. I think, man, that's what I recognized after the fact. And maybe I should have been more courteous about it. And, uh, and you know what? Maybe I shouldn't take things for granted as much. The fact that I'm able to breathe and wake up every day. Amazing. Amazing. That's what we should be. We should feel like, understand, accept. Right? That, I think, is what's important. I hope everyone recognizes that. Um, Even though I don't have any followers at this point. (laughs) I'm still going to keep podcasting and... uh, Hope you guys listen to my random rants. Um, I will try to be more consistent. I do apologize for that. Um, thank you for listening, regardless um, if you do listen or when you do listen. I will. I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful that I'm able to make a podcast on my phone. That is uh, that's pretty pretty amazing stuff right there. Technology is amazing. Well, I'm going to cut this uh, short at this point or cut myself off because I think I've uh, expanded the amount of time that I wanted to share my information. And it's been cool. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a good day.